Hello, friends. You know, it's me, Brandon D, Mr. Gratitude, in the place to be. I did an intro like that, an intro like that, because I do have a rapper on the show today. Yes, it's been a while. There was a little bit of a delay, but I do have Rare of Breed in the house tonight. And we're going to banter a little bit back and forth. And I'm going to see if we can't do a little freestyle flow together. I think that'll be fun. Um, He is a Christian, which is great. I'm a Christian and you know what to do. Go grab a drink. Go grab some snacks. Sit back because here we go. Hello, friends. As promised, I know there was a little bit of a delay, but I do have a special guest tonight. This gentleman is a Christian rapper. I love this guy's music. I found him and connected with him on TikTok. Now, he's probably going to correct me if I'm wrong. He's been out for a couple years, um, but I know he did just drop some new music this year. So I want to highlight him, uh, highlight why he does what he does. Him and I are both Christians, so we're going to have some Jesus talk. Um, And without further ado, His real name, his birth name is Rob, but he goes by the rapper name or hip hopper, however you want to say it, of Rare of Breed. Welcome, my friend. Hey, man. Thank you for having me, brother. Um, Like I said, my name's Rob. I go by Rare of Breed, so R-O-B, Rare of Breed acronym. And uh, man, I'm glad. I'm thankful. Uh, I've had a great day and uh, thankful to be here with you. So yeah, man, I'm excited to talk about some things. Amen. I appreciate that too. You said one of my favorite words, obviously, hence Mr. Gratitude. I am a very grateful person because gratitude brings abundance. So I connected with you on TikTok. Now, going back over what you have on TikTok, how long have you actually been on TikTok? Have you brought your music over to TikTok? Yeah, so it's funny. Um, I, I saw TikTok for a while and I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to get on TikTok. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do my Instagram. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything that I've been doing. And I was like, I'm not going to. And then I started TikTok, I think like maybe four months ago, I was like, you know what? I'll just get on there. Um, and then I was able, when I uploaded Waymaker, it was a remix I did to Waymaker. Yeah, um, yeah. It like took off and I was like, wow, this is a really cool platform. Like people actually like really support on this platform. I love it. So I was really enjoying the feedback that it got me. And I was like, well, I'm just going to keep posting content. And I've had content for years and years and years. Yes. So I was like, you know, I'm going to do remixes, but I'm also going to start posting my other music and just, uh, I love the platform now for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see that the, the transition over. I mean, it helped my career out as well. Um, you know, I've been a life consultant for about 13 years, uh, not only in, in real life network, but on social media and TikTok is, is really accelerated a lot of people's careers, yeah, uh, especially yeah. in 2020 with, you know, people quarantining and, and, and staying in their home. TikTok has blown up. Mm-hmm. So with mm-hmm. that said, now, how long have you been rapping? What really inspired you? I know your background is similar to mine, and we're going to get into that. But what really inspired you besides the Lord above? Yeah, man. So uh, I've been rapping for over 10 years. Um, I, I started uh, getting in the studio when I was 18. And, um, you know, I've been making music. I mean, I would I have five five albums out, you know, plenty of singles, plenty of music videos. So I've been doing it for for quite some time. Um, I, I started when I was, well, I was, I went to foster care. I went to live with my grandparents when I was, uh, when I was eight years old. So I, I didn't grow up with my parents, but my grandparents raised me. Uh, and they used to take me to a therapist to talk about my issues, get my stuff out. Um, and I didn't like to talk as a kid. I was a quiet kid. So 
I, um, they said that the, the therapist told him to give me a notebook and they said, maybe he can write down, uh, some of the th stuff he's been through, some of the things he's, he's dealing with. So that notebook was kind of what, what started me. I started writing poetry and then I got my grandpa's karaoke machine that he had in his room. I dusted ah, it off and I started, right. I started rapping in it. I started rapping over all of his tapes and, um, hip hop was just a part of my life for a while, you know? So, uh, it, and then it just, it just transitioned into music. I got saved when I was 21. So I was doing secular music before that. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was 18, I had a manager, uh, with universal records. He was an A&R. He stopped. He became my manager. We started to travel. Um, I had a, a record, uh, deal from Lupe Fiasco. So Lupe Fiasco started a label in Georgia called first and yeah. 15th entertainment. And, um, he offered me a deal, but they wanted to change me. I was 18. I was impressionable. Um, you know, and so they wanted to change who I was and I got to see what the industry was about kind of behind the curtain. Um, and it, it really messed me up. Like I was like, you know, there's no way I knew in my heart that I couldn't go for it. So, um, I think that transition started there, um, where I started to kind of find out who, who I was in Christ, like my true identity and then my music followed. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was your outlet. Um, just like most, was. yeah. Most uh, artists that I spoke with, rather it's in, you know, pop or rock or, or hip hop or rap, it all starts that way. It's an outlet. It's a way to express. Now, now you said you became saved at 21. Me, my testimony is a little different. Um, I've had a relationship with Jesus since I was five. I've, you know, mm. grew up in the church, grew up in a Christian home and everybody's testimony is different. Sure. You know, you, you, you said you started off with secular music. Um, obviously there was something in your life, something that transitioned and transpired. You were in foster care. You have this background. What really sparked you to say, okay, I'm going to take this to another level um, and, and not only to be saved, but what really made you hit that rock bottom to where you said, I, I got to turn to Jesus. This is it. Yeah, man. So I went to, so I went to jail when I was 18. Um, and then when I got out, um, I just, I just had a lot of stuff over my head. I had moved away. I, I'm in North Carolina. So I was born in Charlotte. I went back to Charlotte after I got out of jail. And, and that's where I started kind of pursuing my music career. And when I moved away from there after that deal fell through and I started to kind of lose some of those relationships, I kind of wanted to get away. So I moved to Winston-Salem, which is about a couple hours away, um, had a, uh, you know, ended up um, getting a female pregnant, you know, had my daughter. Mm -hmm. And then after that, um, I just the God had been leading me, you know, like that Holy Spirit. I mean, he had been really guiding me and, and, and been pushing me, but it's almost like he had been calling me, but I kept ignoring his call. I, I thought that I knew better. I thought that I had it figured out. And uh, eventually I was working at a pizza joint third shift and uh, the Holy Spirit was just rocking me. And um, I came home one night and I lived in the middle of the hood in Winston-Salem. I, I went out <laughs> the, the front front porch and I couldn't shake it. I was chain smoking. I'm like, man, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to church. I'm not going to do it. You know, I got, I got my life right. Um, and I ended up waking up my now wife and I was like, Hey, we can't live like this anymore. We got to go. Like God is calling us. We have to make this change. You know, we can't change ourselves, but we, I know where the change can happen. Amen. And, uh, so we both got saved together and yeah. And that was, so you were 21 when that happened yeah. or it was 21 when you started rapping? Yeah, no, I, I'd been rapping for a while. I mean, I, I got in the studio for the first time when I was 18. Um, and then I had, so I'd been rapping even before that, like in the school halls, you know, I've been writing music for a while. Uh, but 21 was when I met the Lord. And then uh, my music transition, for sure. Gotcha. Somebody came up to me. I was, I'm in the South, obviously. So somebody came up to me like, hey, brother, you know, you can rap in the church. And I said, uh, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you're tripping, man. I hadn't, uh, heard of Cray, hadn't heard of any of those guys. So I was like, nah, you can't rap in the church. And he was like, yeah, you can, man. You can do it. Talk about your story. And I'm like, all right, cool. So, so that's kind of where the transition happened. 
and um but yeah i had always been been rapping been working on music and um yeah so big okay spark. okay big well spark. uh like me like me you look like you age pretty well so i gotta ask then so how old are you brother i'm 30 Okay. All right. So you're actually, you got, you, you got some, uh, youth on me. I'll be 41 this month, but nice. yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a pro like you, but I do rap as well. in some of my live sessions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know where this, you, you I've know. been on a couple of those live. I'm gonna definitely hit everyone I see now, man. Maybe. Oh, uh, that is awesome. So yeah. before, before we end here, you and I, we're going we're gonna to do just a little freestyle banter because um, I think that'll be great. My fans would love to hear it. I'm sure your, some of your fans would love to hear it as well. Um, new album dropped. Uh, mm. Is it a new album or a new single? I was listening to it on my way back home. So what's up with the new single that right. dropped this year? Yeah, so, so what happened was the last EP I dropped was a year ago, okay? And then I started to transition into something called I call God twang. I don't know if you've kind of seen that on my page and stuff. So um, I, I started to kind of twang my voice and it, it's natural because my family is in kind of some country music too, but I, I chose rap. So they were like, what are you doing? You know? um, but I started when I started singing kind of that way, I was like, I, I man, I want to do this, but I'm a little, you know, I'm a little hesitant. What are people going to think? Um, so stained glass windows and back to my roots both came out this year and they kind of have a twang acoustic. Uh, I mean, Black to My Roots doesn't, but Stained Glass Windows does. So they, they're kind of in a different lane. And that's kind of what I'm pushing right now is like this God twang, like this, a whole lot of God with a little bit of twang. So it's still got uh -huh. hard lyrics. It's got hard beats. You know, it's just got a little bit of, you know, a little bit of Southern draw to it. So, yeah. Yeah, I see that. <clears throat> I cool, heard man. that. Yeah. I, I heard yeah. that. Now, I heard, I heard uh, it's Back to Your Roots, right? Back to My Roots. Yeah. Back to My Roots. So I heard that one, but I did not hear Stained Glass. You're going to love it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, you're going to love it. What's um, the, uh, give me the background on that one. Dude, I'm glad you asked. So I'm sitting in here um, while I was driving to work one morning and I'm just, I actually had a, I was having a great day. The coffee was hitting right. I was in my word, you know, like it was oh, just one of them. Brew. It was good, right? So it was a good day. It wasn't like stressful, you know? So I'm on the road, I'm driving down Highway 40, which is the main highway in North Carolina. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, this, 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 uh, this, um, this hook and this beat comes to my head and and I don't really play. I write and I rap and I, and right. I, I write music. I've always been a songwriter. Um, so I was like, dude, I got to put this somewhere. I'm on 40 and I'm like, where am I going to put this? Uh, I called my boy, John, he plays anything. And I was like, John, you got to come by the studio when we get off work tonight. He came over, he played this melody that I had in my head on his guitar. And then Lauren Day, who's singing on it. She's amazing, bro. You, when you hear it, you'll see, she's a worship leader at my church too. Um, and she does, um, she came over, she sang the hook. We finished that song that night. And I knew that it was special the way it came together. I knew it was special. So I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, it was a, it was definitely from God, man. Well, I have one. to, uh, I, I have to check that one out. Of course, you and know, I did. Yeah, it's different. It's not. Yeah, it's de definitely acoustic has a little bit more like country vibe, a little bit more like, you know, so it's definitely, yeah, that. So yeah, you'll love it though, for sure. So I did, I did my homework. Um, again, I know you've been out. I think the earliest uh, single I found from you was 2016, right? Yeah. So I put out my first album, which, you know, you go back to some songs and you cringe. You're like, Ooh, ah, you're why did I do that? Right, yeah. right, right. So yeah. I think we all have that. 
uh, my first album after I got I met the Lord was in 2013. Uh, and then I put out another EP in 2015, then put out Under Construction in 2016. Okay. Um, so you probably heard a single off Under Construction, I'm thinking. That yeah, album. that's the one I found because I, I was doing my research on iTunes. Um, yeah. seen the I'm, glad you, let me, I'm, I'm glad you found that one first. <laughs> Under Construction started a really good path. How about that? I'm like, wait a minute, who is this guy? Um, but what I really, what I really enjoyed about your music is a couple things. So you do have good beats, your mm -hmm. flows, your transitions are really solid, but why that's important is because you wouldn't be considered like the mainstream radio play all over the country. Like you said, secular music. And mm -hmm. for you to be able to, to, to come out with music that hits you, that like hits the heart of hearts without cursing, without talking about negativity, that's rare. That's why, yeah. you know, rare breed, you brother, rare breed. Plug it, plug it, plug it. Yeah. So I, that, that's really what I respect and honor about you and your music. That's why I wanted to highlight. Uh, so I'm going to segue with that. I, I know you'll do it for me, but will you please? I want you to go ahead and go first. Give me just give me like a 30 second hook. Give me, give me like 30, 45 second freestyle. And then I'm going to I'm going to try. I'm going to try and match you, dude. I'm going to try and match you. All right. Check it. You got the weapons well, we got the king. He said it was finished, we all get a ring. We no longer have to be fearful of death because we resurrected, now where was your sting? Bring down the fire, the spirit lives in us with every breath, I promise they gonna hear it. No longer, no, no more chains in the prison, he's coming back soon, that's a major appearance. Open your eyes, let's talk about it. If you're heavy burden, he will move a mountain. If you haven't heard it, if you haven't found him, you just have to thirst, he's a living fountain. Got us answering the call now, lifeline. Pick me up every time that I fall down, no lies. Give me affirmation, I don't need another coastline. New wine, pen to the paper with the new lines. I got a new life, made clean when he pulled me out the darkness. Received love even when I felt heartless. Ooh. Elevation from the graves in the gardens. Thankful that we made it out. And that's what it's about. On this podcast, you know what it's about. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> My man. Yeah. All right. All right. That was that was good, dude. Your your bars, uh, man. Like I, I'll try and do it like on my on my lives, and I'm decent. But like I said, you're the pro. So, but like I said, you're the pro. It's me, Mr. Gratitude or Brandoni. You know, I'm gonna hit to the west and I'm gonna hit to the east. But I'm gonna let you know I'm out here with my boy Rob, and he's coming out to be a beast. I'm on this podcast just to ha let you have a blast. I got the live on TikTok, but what's that you say that I got? I got the microphone in front of me, just trying to be me, the one and only Brandon D. And you shall see. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes, and you have to have that mind. Like there's a lot of people that can't, they don't understand. You have to have a different mindset to be able to just come up with words like that off the top of your yeah. without writing them. And so I will go back and watch some old school freestyle battles. My favorite, of course, like some old school Tupac freestyles with Biggie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. People He's do awesome, not. Yeah. He, he was, yeah, he was a big influence in my life, Tupac growing up too. That's probably one of my biggest when I was young, man. So that right there. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. It's a totally different mindset. And I feel like I listen to some of my time. We'll be driving down the road and they'll be like, oh, dad, there's a tree. Oh, there might be a bee next to it. Don't yes. you? Like, I'm like, what are these kids doing? Like they just, they, they're, they're constantly rhyming. And I'm like, there's something going on to where like, maybe God has given them a gift too, to where they just think in that box, you know, that, that, in that lane, you know, which is cool. Really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's it's yeah, a man. big time transition. I mean, if you look back over the transition of hip hop and rap over the last 10, 20 years, now personally in, in this right now in 2020, dude, there there's not a lot of great artists out there. Um, even on the we'll just say the yeah. secular side. Um, but like you've mentioned Lecrae in some of your songs. 
Um, I'm a big Lecrae mm-hmm. fan. He's consistent. He's Christian. He doesn't sell out. He doesn't sell his soul. And he's making money and selling records. All right. And we are back. Now we were talking about, you know, the old school freestyle flows, Tupac, Biggie, back in the, you know, the, the late nineties, mid nineties was like the heyday of freestyling. You said Tupac was one of your favorites. Who else did you really look up to that inspired you to put that ink to pad and, and just go? Yeah. Tupac was a big one. Um, I grew up in the two thousands. So like uh, I, I had a, a kind of a vast array, Buster Rhymes, was always like, yeah, the way he flowed, man, I was like, this is incredible. I was like, I got to be able to flow like this. I used to, um, I used to try to match him, you know? Uh, And so he was a big one, but I mean, yeah, I listened to, I mean, but growing up in the two thousands too, like I said, the vast, like, like the Nellies and stuff like that, they're different styles. I think that kind of influences the way I do music sometimes too. So, you know, yeah, something like that. So. I grew up yeah, on like 50 and, and, and all those guys. So uh, when I grew up, if, if you've been in some of my lives, you know, I play a lot of the late nineties, early two thousands, hip hop. We kind of have this little dance party in my live sessions. Have you been in one of those? So I've been, I've been in some of your live sessions. I think you were talking more probably about relationships maybe. And, and things that's like my niche, that. bro. That's yeah, my niche. Yeah. So uh, I don't think I got into the dance sessions or the rap battles or the rap, I mean, or the rapping. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, I wish there were battles. I wish I wish we had audio in the lives because yeah. uh, that would be fun. Now, I do know that in the UK right now, TikTok has dual lives. They were beta testing it. And we're supposed to have dual lives coming to the United States uh, January of, tw- of 2021. So really? if that happens, that yeah. will be some fun stuff. That'd be cool. That'd be good. Because I got that on what, Instagram and stuff, you know. So I think that, that would be cool for TikTok. Yeah, I've done some co-branded, co-hosted, and we call you know Instagram after dark, and and they they're good. But the problem is, is the audience flow isn't as great as it is on TikTok and some of the other platforms, um, and the layout, the interface is kind of different. So I You're prefer right. TikTok. I have the most fun on TikTok. I know I for do. you, you you know you upload a lot of your music and your videos there. Dude, um, I love TikTok. Is my favorite platform now, and I've been on for like three or four months. Yeah, I mean, that's what tells you, you know. So I love TikTok, bro. I love it. You know, there's a lot of light. There's a lot of light on TikTok. I have some of my fans, followers that message me all the time. Hey, Brandon, your messages, you know, save my life because Mm -hmm. your messages are so positive. I'm uplifting. I come to you for this and that. And that's huge in this day and age because people don't realize the darkness that your words can bring. You know, Mm -hmm. you could punch me in the face all day long and I'll take it. But if you if you attack me with words, I I, I don't know. It's, It's a completely different standpoint. And I think the social media world has really brought that to light of how brutal words can be. And mm-hmm. cyberbullying is like way more impactful now than it was when you and I were kids on the playground and we duked it out with somebody. It's different. Right. Yeah, I was reading that in the, uh, in the word, the, uh, just I, I think yesterday morning, you know, that the tongue is a flame of fire, that it's hard to tame the tongue, you know, and then obviously there's life and death in the power of the tongue. You know, what you say, the words you say can either uplift or bring someone down, break somebody down just as quickly, you know, so um i mean what we say so putting that positive out there dude you know i think people are gonna here's the deal like i think there's a there's this big and not to go on a tangent but there's there's like a huge market for like you know like sad rap and sad music and things like that you know that's a huge market um 
But I think in the end, you know, obviously light overcomes darkness, you know, and if we can continue to put positivity, inspirational stuff out there, people want that. They may not think they want it in a dark, they want that. Everybody wants that. Everybody wants to be inspired. Everybody 100%. wants to be influenced, you know? Um, so yeah, you're doing 100%. great. Great, man. Well, and that's, yeah. that's really where I set myself apart. There's a lot of really good, solid, positive influencers on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I am a positive influencer, but here's the difference between myself and a lot of other people is if I get attacked, I'm not letting you get away. Like mm -hmm. I'm not a bully. I will never, ever, ever start anything with anyone, but I'm a sheepdog. And I, yeah. I'm not going to be attacked without letting you know that you're going to be a clown now for attacking mm -hmm. me, a guy who doesn't mess with anybody. I'm going to let you have it. Yeah. But of course, I don't, I don't, I don't come back at somebody over something they cannot control. I come back at somebody for making them feel as small as they should for attacking an innocent person. Because when you attack an innocent person, there's something loose upstairs. And, and I, I just, I can't go for that. I can't sure. go for it. Sure. You know? Yeah. I, I totally get it. Yeah. So I totally get that. And a lot of times I'll get kicked back of, well, Brandon, you're, you're Christian. Why don't you turn the other cheek? I'm like, hold up. I'm like, hold up. Do you, do you realize like the depth of that though? Not only that, but even though I am a Jesus follower, I always call him Yeshua. Um, mm -hmm. Even though I am a Jesus follower, I'm not Jesus. I can't take the abuse that Jesus took, you know, and a lot of people don't realize that. And there's a time, you know, and that's the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, there's a time to to be quiet and there's a time to speak out like you can't you know i i, I think a lot of people uh mistake uh believers or christians for weakness and it's not that weakness right. is not weakness you know and sometimes righteous anger is just the way it is i mean so you have to speak up and speak out i don't i don't comment on a lot of things but when something i think the other day i actually got a comment that said um uh, uh rap uh rap is doesn't belong in the church rap is not of god Ooh. rap is of the you know and i was like I just simply said, that's an, that's just an ignorant statement. Like, you know, it's just really, as you obviously don't understand, you know, and I usually don't respond to a lot of things um, just, but I was like, man, that, you know, obvious, I don't get much of that because I think people are kind of past that, but there still are some old school folks who are like, oh, that doesn't belong in the church. And I'm like, man, if you could see how many young people have wept, how many young people right. have, 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 have lives have been changed to show you would, you would change your mind. You just haven't right. ex experienced that yet. So so yeah, so, you know. Well, it doesn't, it, you know, and it doesn't matter the genre. I mean, worship is worship, so. It is, it is, 100%, 100%, yeah, for sure. The genre, and, and growing up in the church, being in the church as long as I have, you have I what I like to call two types of Christians. You have your religious Christians who judge everybody, even in the weeds growing out of the ground, and mm -hmm. then you have your spiritual Christians like myself that know that, you know, Jesus has already worked his way to us. God's already came to us through Jesus. We don't have right. to be perfect. We don't have to be perfect to gain the kingdom. And a lot of people struggle with that because mm -hmm. yeah. I do have a potty mouth at times and I own it. Mm -hmm. I do put on mature content, but that's because I'm a human being, man. Right, I can right. be human and be a Christian at the same time, but people don't know that and they struggle with that. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a hard divide. You know, it, it's hard to, to realize that, you know, um, that there is grace in it and we're still human, you know, we're still going to make decisions and we're still going to, it's just the way it is, you know, it's just the way, it, but yeah, there's, there's freedom in that and knowing that, um, that you're covered, you know, you're covered and you're not doing it just, just, it, it's not something where we abuse it, no, but it's something no, no. where we know what, that we can, we can live our life and, and be that, but we can also be the light of Christ, you know, at the same time. And we're not, we're not going to be perfect. I mean, if we were, I mean, Jesus was perfect. Nobody else was perfect, you know? Amen. So, Amen. um, yeah.
Yeah, man. And I, I, I get that too, is the pre, you know, the prejudgment of, oh, he's a Christian. Oh, he's this. He doesn't like gays. He doesn't like this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like if you really knew who Jesus was and what I am going to do because it's what he expects of me, I don't mm-hmm. care if you're gay. I don't care the color of your skin. That's your journey. That is your life. I'm not the judgment of that. My journey is my journey. My job, what the Lord put on my heart is to shine my light and love on the world. And that's what I'm doing. And that's, it's, it's, it's a struggle, brother. Even, even yeah. being positive and trying to shine that kindness is a struggle. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's not always, like you said, it's not always like this, you know, it's not always like, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's tough days. There's, there's tough times, you know, there's times where we question our faith. We question if he's around, if he's near us, you know? So, I mean, that's the real life of a believer, you know, I mean, we all go through those struggles and oftentimes we think that we're in it alone, right? We're like, Oh, nobody's going through this. Like I am. Right. And chances are there's, I mean, there's been million, there's millions of people around the world that are dealing with the exact same thing. Totally. Uh, and there's, and there's a roadmap for it. There's a compass for it. And that's the Bible. So, so yeah. Well, and that's, you, you hit the nail on the head about the communication factor too. And I try and teach and, and reach my fans that way as well and say, hey, you know what, here I am, I'm in front of the camera every day, I have a podcast, I'm an influencer, but you guys forget that I'm human too. I have yeah. my nights where I get lonely, I have my nights where, you know, I'm, I get frustrated, but I go through the same things that you guys do, I'm human too. And, and mm-hmm. I love doing that because sometimes people forget that, hey, just because he's on camera, just because he's th- doing this doesn't mean he's not human, so. Right, yeah. Nay, no, you're doing great, man. It's well, awesome, this no, is great. You're, you're I appreciate doing, you having me, bro. You're doing great, you yeah. I mean, we're, we're just about wrapped up here. I want to take the time out to really thank you. I know we had some struggles trying to connect here. Love your music. I'm going to do a promo for this um, on my social media that you were on the podcast. We're going to be doing this live tonight. Before I let you go, though, do you have any charities? Do you have any, any kind of outreach? That's one thing that I want you to address. And then how can people listen to your music? How can people connect with you? Give, give, the, uh, give the audience uh, that information. Yeah, as far as charities, not so much, but I do have a, I do have a ministry um, that I do separate kind of from my music, particularly. I bring in a lot of young folks. It's called Safe Haven Studios. So I kind of bring them into a safe space where they can record music. I don't charge them. Oh, that's great. You know? um, so we just had a couple of guys who came in last week. I, uh, quick story. I had a guy show up on my doorstep one time and he was like, hey, is so-and-so here? And I'm in the, and, and this kid, like anybody you know, that would judge would be like, yo, is this kid here to, what's this kid here to do? Right. It's nine o'clock at night. What's he doing on my doorstep? And I was like, Hey, come on in the house, man. Like you don't need to be out there. It's cold. And, uh, my wife was, she made dinner for him. We watched a football game and I was like, what do you like to do? He's like, man, I like to rap. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I don't have anywhere to go though. And I was like, I got you, bro. So that was kind of something that hit me where I was like, there's so many young people who want to rap, right. who have nowhere to go to, to express it the right way, or they're going to go to a studio where somebody's just going to take their money. They're not going to teach no. them. They're not going to influence them. They're not going to be a, a part of their life. So I was like, I can, I can do that. Now that God has blessed me with the studio, I know I can open this for somebody else. So, so safe Haven studio. So I've been doing that for a while. I actually got another kid coming in this weekend who's uh, recording. So anyway, other than that, yeah. And then uh, if you want to obviously find my music, um, it's rare of breed everywhere you can google it youtube it whatever you yeah, know yeah. on every platform so yep. spotify and you'll be able to hear the music so yeah man yeah i would i found you really easily so that's good that good. all that is out there um, and you are, I mean, that is a great thing because what you're doing for those young kids coming in, you're making them feel valuable. You're making them feel appreciated. You're making them have worth by coming in there, letting them express themselves in the studio. I think that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that brother. I really yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, I so. enjoy it. I enjoy it, man, for sure. 
So, well, yeah, man. Well, uh, I'll definitely be, you know, continually, you know, having fun with you, man, on TikTok and checking out your live stuff. And uh, I'll be posting some new stuff here soon. We're actually going to have another studio session tonight. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to go well. Good deal. And when those joint TikToks come in, you and I are going to have another little freestyle. I appreciate that, man. Let's get it. Yeah, no, we'll get it for sure. So. All right, brother. Well, guys, if you love me, if you love this podcast and you want to give back, you know, I don't ask you for anything. It literally takes you three seconds. Leave a solid review. Share the podcast with everyone you know. We're doing great things. I've got some amazing guests in the weeks to come. And until next time, stay blessed. <laughs>